0: Being the leader of the Catholic Church can be overwhelming, especially during the Advent season, but his Holy Father may have a secret to fighting off the stress. Hear how Pope Francis maintains his divine buzz by microdosing Eucharist throughout the day, and why the new trend may be catching on all over Vatican City. From the Onion and Onion Public Radio, this is The Topical. I'm Leslie Price, and I'm about to give you just a small dose of the news so you don't get too crazy. Back with a little something to stick under your tongue right after this. papal productivity. For Pope Francis, the leader of 1.2 billion Catholics all around the world, the commitment to staying spiritually active and creative is an ongoing process, especially this time of year. To get through those grueling 20-hour days of worship and holiness in a cutthroat environment like Vatican City, representatives from the church are preaching a new type of strategy. It's called microdosing the Eucharist, and it helps the Holy Father maintain a divine buzz throughout the day in order to stay closer to God. Joining us now is OPR's papal correspondent, Jenna Resnick. So, Jenna, microdosing Eucharist. Now, I'm a Methodist, so take this with a grain of salt, but has Pope Francis officially lost his mind?
2: Well, Leslie, no. In a lot of ways, the Pope has officially found his mind. Hmm? To the outside world full of sinners and Philistines, popping 0.2 milligrams of Eucharist every hour might seem like an odd thing for a religious leader to do, but to the folks living and working inside the Vatican, it's an easy way to get twice the divine connection in half the time. Take a listen to how Pope Francis himself describes the experience.
1: It totally opens the mind. Just
0: one and a half crumbs and I did over 500 baptisms. Boom. Holy baby here, holy baby there. All while also giving my Sunday homily. I don't know how I used to get through Advent without this. Well, he does sound like he's on a roll, but I can't help but see this as a slippery slope. Doesn't slamming Eucharist just fuck you up for like half the day?
2: It can, yes, but the theory behind microdosing involves taking just a very small dose of Eucharist in order to get centimeters closer to the Lord throughout the workday.
0: And you're saying it helps with focus and productivity. He doesn't freak out?
2: Well, no. That amount won't cause any type of holy visuals or ascensions to the heavens. Hmm. And since starting each morning with a single nibble of sacrament, the Pope has been laser-focused. For instance, Pope Francis spent yesterday reconfiguring the Vatican's annual budget, moved Christmas to a more cosmically optimal date, and was even able to shorten his morning mass to be under five minutes long. Take a listen.
0: You are blessed. You are blessed. Wow. Am I floating? You're all so far away. Huh. Okay, but he's definitely tweaking out there, right? This constant access to God must be making him insane.
2: Well, not exactly. Overall, microdosing Eucharist has helped the 84-year-old pope perform like he's a 20-year-old missionary again. But there have been times where he accidentally took a little too much and ended up walking along the roof of the Vatican naked, attempting to marry two gargoyles, which obviously goes against church doctrine. Plus, there were the hallucinations where he believed he was in hell.
1: Lord, save me. Judas is nailing me to the cross.
0: Yeah, you gotta make sure what you're dropping is transubstantiated, otherwise it can be a pretty unholy trip. And what about his fellow cardinals? Are they dropping Christ bites, too?
2: It's a mix. In private, some have taken issue with the Pope's behavior, concerned the Church's attempts to expedite spiritual work will lead to some moral corner-cutting. Yeah. But many cardinals I spoke with have also embraced the practice.
0: I love it. I just drop a few crumbs of Christ's holy body, and suddenly I can take advantage of twice as many little boys. (laughs) Oh, God.
2: Oh, God is right. Plus, after that, I was invited to the Pope's new Catholic Festival of Light, which will take place on a boat in the Caribbean, with DJ sets from up-and-coming electro-religious artists.
0: Well, sign me up for that, at least. I'd love to up that Catholic birthrate the Pope is always talking about. <laughs> All right, that's OPR's Jenna Resnick, back in a moment after a quick confession from our sponsors.
1: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system.
0: All right. Well, I just ate a whole sheet of those communion wafers and I don't feel a thing. Ugh. Tastes like cardboard. This is bullshit. Here's what else you need to know today. Holiday celebrations took an unfortunate turn for the worse in Ames, Iowa over the weekend after an unruly mob of -of out-of-control holiday revelers reportedly observed the shits out of the Christmas season, violently decking more than 11 area halls. The revelers are still at large and potentially armed with tinsel and garland. Homeowners in the area are being urged not to open their doors for carolers until the holiday revelers are apprehended, either dead or alive. And if you feel like you're seeing even more holiday shopping ads than usual this season, you're not alone. After a rough financial year, many holiday advertisers are hoping to cash in by targeting the highly coveted dickweed demographic. Since Thanksgiving, the advertising industry has reportedly spent over $1 billion in an effort to influence what American asswipes and fuckbrains will put under their Christmas trees and are hopeful that the additional spending will help increase business among the growing consumer segments of Dick's Max and Douche lords. And in entertainment, fans of Taylor Swift are reportedly furious today after discovering that the popular music artist had been excluded from ESPN's list of the best NBA players of 2020. And as a Swifty myself, I understand the frustration, but I for one am not going to let the haters get me down. She'll always be my favorite professional male basketball player, no matter what the so-called experts say. And that's The Topical for today. I'm Leslie Price. If you enjoyed today's episode, then you might want to start asking for forgiveness now by subscribing to The Topical wherever you get your podcast. And you can also sign up to become a member of The Topical's Patreon, where for as little as $5 a month, you'll have access to all kinds of exclusive news content, including my bulging mail sack. That's right, folks. Each week, we're taking questions sent in by you, the listener, using the hashtag Leslie's Mail Sack on social media and answering them live on our Patreon, so don't miss out. Sign up for our Patreon today. And don't forget to tune into tomorrow's episode of The Topical where I see the face of God before me and he is speaking to me right now and we are in heaven and we are floating but I have no wings and he has no teeth but everything is glowing. Oh, okay. Those wafers are definitely kicking in. We'll see you next time. Oh, I can touch him.